Deep into History is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash deep into history to attain the rank of historian for just 10 cents a day and gain access to all of my bonus content. This is Deep into History, and I'm your host, Arjun Hundle. Consider this a foreword. The journey that we are about to experience comes to us in fragments. These are incomplete copies of the original report issued verbally to the Caliph of Baghdad in 925 in the Common Era. They are spread across what was once the Arab world, from Spain, once called Al-Andalus, across North Africa, the Middle East, and parts of what is now Russia. In fact, some of the fragments themselves are fragments of the translations that were done in Europe, because our tale to be became so famous in its own time and the following centuries. People everywhere wanted to hear it, and thanks to the work of many scholars over the course of the last millennia, it was not lost to history, as sadly so many of our stories have been. While I draw from any and all traces of this fantastic journey into the unknown, I draw primarily from the Razi manuscript, dating from roughly 1590, written in Latin and thus a translation of the original. The reason for this focus is that the Razi manuscript contains a few tantalizing passages that are missing from all other fragments. These passages chronicle an encounter with monsters that came from the mist. Because of their likeness to human beings, they have sparked debate for centuries. These passages may well have been written off as one of the fanciful tales that come to us from so many early sources. In the 19th and 20th centuries they were, until archaeology provided a factual basis to our encounter to be. Keep that in mind as we go forward, and with that said, this forward comes to an end. Praise not the day until the evening has come, a sword until it is tried, a maiden until she is married, ice until it has been crossed, beer until it has been drunk. Viking proverb. In the year 922 in the Common Era, an embassy was dispatched to the king of the Bulgars from the pinnacle of civilization, Baghdad, the city of peace. This embassy was led by a scholar, completely unfamiliar with the world outside of his glorious city. At this time, Baghdad was the center of a large Islamic empire that spanned across the Middle East. The king of the Bulgars asked the caliph to send this embassy to be taught about Islam but more importantly, he needed Arab expertise in mathematics and architecture to build walls and fortifications for his city on the Volga. As the embassy set out north, it would have resembled a long caravan with camels laden with supplies. There would have been hundreds of men consisting of merchants, tradesmen, guards, scholars, advisors, and of course the ambassador himself, who had never traveled far beyond the walls of Baghdad. At 50 miles away from the great city, the surrounding countryside would have become rural and strange to the lifelong city dweller. At 100 miles north, it would have begun to look strange in the extreme, with the terrain becoming hilly and flora and fauna he had never seen. At 1,000 miles away from the city of peace, Ibn Fadlan was on another planet, surrounded by dense forests and snow on the ground, the people completely alien and barely resembling what he would have considered civilized humans. It was here on the banks of the Volga River that the caravan came across a crude settlement of Vikings, a trading post, set up there to sell their wares of intricate metalwork, but their primary trade was selling slaves. The caravan was allowed to make camp in the trading posts in exchange for lavish gifts. It so happened that at this time the old Viking chieftain of the post was gravely ill and died. Forbidden from leaving until the funeral rites had taken place, Ibn Fadlan recorded what is considered one of the best accounts of the funeral practices of the Volga Vikings. Almost as soon as the funeral is finished, with the chieftain's body burned in his ship, along with much wealth, and a beautiful slave girl sacrificed to serve him in Valhalla, 
An envoy arrives from the far north with a desperate plea for aid. At the feast that night, just when Ibn Fadlan was planning the last stages of their journey, he is interrupted by an old crone pointing at him and the Vikings roaring with approval. For you see, this crone functioned as the Viking's seer, and she had proclaimed that if the mission to aid the kingdom far to the north was to have any hope of success, they must send their twelve best warriors, and the thirteenth must be no Northmen. This is the tale of a man-made alien on his own planet. The tale of a scholar forced to become a warrior and fight for a society he didn't understand. The tale of the last of thirteen companions who forced him into a journey into myth. The saga of what may have been mankind's last encounter with the last Neanderthal society on Earth. So take a deep breath, let it out slowly, put some smoke in the air if you choose, and let your mind float on my voice as we go deep into 10th century Scandinavia and experience a desperate mission to save a Viking kingdom from an enemy out of legend. Demons in the Mist Welcome. Thank you for listening to the preview of Demons in the Mist, available now to all my patrons. Support the show for just 10 cents a day and you'll enjoy an ever-growing library of exclusive content just like this. Go to patreon.com slash history and sign up today. I truly look forward to the next time we go deep.